Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. I want to welcome you to today's Bible study. I believe that every time that we have an opportunity to feed on the Word, to learn the Word, it's an opportunity not only to grow, but it's an opportunity to receive from the Spirit of God. God always has something new. God always has something fresh for us. Amen. And um, we must never get... Don't ever get too familiar with the word. Praise God. Don't ever get too familiar with the word. Uh, what I mean by that is every time we come together for fellowship, uh, let there be an expectation in your heart to not only receive, but to learn. Amen? Uh, not only receive from the Lord, but to learn. The reason is because you will have opportunities to instruct other believers on these same things. You would have other opportunities to teach people these same things. So you, you learn with the heart that says, I can teach what I'm learning. So you don't just learn for yourself. You learn, because you know Paul said in Hebrews chapter um, when you ought to be teachers, you have need that what? Someone will do what? Will teach you. We talked about that, right? So there is the need for us to learn with that attitude so we can teach the things that we are learning. Praise God. Alright, let's pray. Let's get into the Word. Father, thank you because I am anointed to teach your word. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive. And together our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding will come forth in and through your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. This evening we're looking at the phrase, Hear and be healed. To hear and be healed. So particularly, uh, I've said before that the last Wednesdays, and the Lord brought that up again to me, the last Wednesdays of, um, of every month, we will be having healing meetings to teach on the subject of healing. And the Lord brought that up again to me in the place of prayer uh, on the need to develop consistency where that is concerned. So the last Wednesday of every month, we will be teaching on the subject of healing. Now, I, I, I want to say this, and please pay very careful attention to what I'm saying. Many people do not study about healing until they are sick. Okay? So for instance, if we say we're going to have a healing service, for instance, uh, if people are not sick, they might not take that very, very serious. Then, when they fall sick, they have little knowledge to get healed. 
Praise God. Now, so the, the, so the, the subject of healing, take it this way, take it as, a, as immunization against sickness. Don't wait until you are sick before you start studying healing or before you start speaking healing. Do it daily. F.F. Bosworth, one of the greatest ministers in the centuries past, said, Believers need to feed themselves consistently in the area of faith and healing. Believers need to feed themselves consistently in the areas of faith and healing. So we're looking at this right now. On the, the, we're looking at this phrase, hear and be healed. Go to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Praise God. And verse 15. Luke chapter 5 and verse 15. Luke chapter 5 and verse 15. But the news about him, about Jesus, was spreading even further. And large crowds were gathering to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. Luke chapter 5 and verse 17, verse 15. But the news about him was spreading even farther, and large crowds were gathering to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. Look at that. The crowd came to hear him and to receive healing. To hear him. And to receive healing. There's something about hearing and receiving. Many times people are sick or the fall sick. And they don't deliberately position themselves to hear the words of healing. Or to hear the message of healing. I, I, when, when, when you're sick, your first response as a child of God is to get yourself where you can hear the word of healing. When I'm, when I'm trusting God for setting financial needs to be met... I get a hold of messages in that area and I listen. Because that's the principle of faith coming. I listen, I listen until faith arises in my heart and I know that's done. When you are sick, for instance, we've got, we've got loads of teachings, a couple of teachings on healing. Your first response should be to get a message on healing, to hear the words of healing. Many times, and, and I look at life this way, and it's very challenging for me, because we live our Christian life without, we, we, I don't know how we, I, I don't know how sometimes 
we think. We just think that, you know what? God will just be merciful. These are the laws He's put in place. I don't want to obey the laws. Somehow, somewhere, I will just get healed. <laughs> praise God. Come on, I said, praise God. God says, if you plant the seed of the word in your heart, you will get a harvest. Now, you don't want to plant the seed. Someone is sick. You've got the Bible. You don't want to read the Bible. Somehow, you just believe. Yes, somewhere, you will just be healed. How? And that's why we fall into the hands of false prophets. That's how we fall into the hands of, of, of um, charlatans from the pulpit. You want to get healed, but you don't want to hear the word of healing. And, and funny enough, I've even seen people who are sick, and they will spend time researching on that sickness. Oh, oh! they said, I have, uh, I have chronic this. Okay, they go on Google. Chronic this. And the first seven searches, 60% of people who have chronic disease dies. Huh. And you check, is this the exact one I have? What are you doing? You're feeding your faith where death is concerned. I'm not saying don't study about sickness since you have chosen to be a medical doctor. Go ahead. But understand that that information you're pumping into your spirit, you are reducing the faith that you have to receive healing. Praise God. Are you hearing this now? The Bible says they came to hear him and to be healed. But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness to pray. That means the healing power of God in the life of Jesus was generated in the place of prayer. You know, many times we want to, you know, how you realize, you know, sometimes you think you have faith. And then something happens. And they say, come and pray. Praise God. And, and, and you say, what does the person have? Then they mention one sickness. You just, you just start crying. And, and, and you know, before, you, before that sickness, you thought, well, if this thing comes, I will, oh my God, where is the devil? I'm looking for him. Have you, you know, sometimes used to happen in comedies, right? And the guy, maybe the, 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 somebody beats your son. Right? And you think, yeah, who touched my child? My only child. My firstborn son. You know, or who touched my dad, my first girl. And then you march in the spirit of that anger. You march to the house of the person and you discover that you meet a weightlifter. What happens? You are humbled because you know that now, <laughs> if Kez is not taken, both of you will be beaten and you will not know the way home. You know, somehow that's how when things happen, we approach them. That's why you don't prepare in the day of battle. You don't study about healing before sickness gets a hold of you. Praise God. You know, of recent, in the last one month or so, I've been having some kind of headaches. Some kind of headaches. Some kind of headaches. And uh, I, I just, oh, I'm feeling headache. I want to rest. I'm, and, and I went back. So, one of the nights I was sleeping, and the Spirit of God said, I, I just heard this phrase in my spirit. Some of how the Lord speaks to me on my inward man. Since when? And in my heart, I was like, since when what? And, and the Lord said, since when did you start accommodating headaches? And I'm like, oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Because sometimes... 
when things happen to people around you, you have a way of normalizing sickness. How many of you think that we don't think a big deal about malaria, especially on this island? This is the first place I've come to, and you know, people have malaria, and they just tell you, ah, he it, it, says it's like that. They won't tell you, Bonnie Malaria does not have a cure. Have you heard that? No, no, have you heard that? Come on, how many of you have heard that? How many of you have heard that? You even meet the chemist and they'll tell you, oh, it's like, it's like that in body. Just take this. It's like that. It goes and comes. How many of you have heard that? How many of you have, uh, know that by agreeing with that, we have created a supernatural culture where that thing even defies? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you can have people on this place that on a monthly basis are having malaria. That is not normal. Sickness is of the devil. So the first thing I'd like you to... I don't care. I mean, this is healing meeting. The first thing I'd like you to accept from the depth of your heart is that no sickness is from God. Whether it's malaria, whether it's uh, 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 typhoid, typhoid plus, it can have both negative and positive signs. Listen to me. We have to declare... That on this island, take care of the child for me please We have to declare on this island That the healing power of God is at work And we will not normalize sickness Do I have some people agreeing with me on that? Praise God And, and some of us have even grown to the point where we accept it It's my typhoid How many of you have come to the place where You know, you know some people who have accepted the sickness And it's part of them now Say, you know, that my malaria has started again. How many of you have heard that phrase? You've heard that phrase. If we're not radical about sickness, we will not see the healing power of God at work in our life. Because what you accommodate will grow. I'll repeat that again. What you accommodate will do what? Will grow. Look at this, verse 17. One day he was teaching, and there were some Pharisees and teachers of the Lord sitting there, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judah and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present for him to perform healing. That means, when Jesus was teaching, the power of God was present to heal. Listen to me, I'll tell you this. Every time I stand here to teach, God's healing power accompanies the teaching of the word that comes out of my mouth. You have to position yourself to receive it. In the teaching is the healing. In the teaching is the healing. You don't need to travel far to receive your healing. All you need to do is set your faith. And say, you know what? We're having a healing meeting. As the word is coming forth, I believe that I receive my healing and it's a done deal. You must learn, listen to me saints, to contend for your healing. Sickness will destroy you. Praise God. And, and sometimes, I think sometimes we want to feel sorry for people. And we feel like, yeah, we don't. Now, this is not a message to condemn you. This is a message to rise your faith up. And say, no more devil. That's, that's the end. Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the Lord. Part of that curse is sickness. Glory to God. I know somehow in our, in our hearts, in our head, we have 
sickness, there are small sicknesses and there are big sicknesses in our mind. Hmm? So, for instance, if they say, this person has headache. Oh, it's small. It's just headache. <laughs> and then if they mention one kind of disease, hmm? like, ah, call pastor. Because in your mind, the one the Holy Spirit can heal through you is the small one. Then the big one, he has reserved for us. So they say, is headache? Say, I don't know. Is it because of headache you want to call pastor? Then doctor just goes, say, ah, you have, and you know doctors, they just something, 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 something of the blood says, hey, call pastor. And you call the church office, say, pastor, is that they say, look for him. Are you following this? Now, of course, you, you should call, we'll, we'll be glad to minister to you. But this is what I want to tell you. The same Holy Ghost that I used to pray for you lives in you. So the first thing you do when that report comes, say in the name of Jesus, I'm not accepting this. You are not denying the fact. It's just that you're not accepting the fact. So you're not saying, I'm not sick. That's not my result. That's not my result. It does not belong to me. No, that's your result. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because I've seen some people in the name of getting healing live in denial. That's not faith. That's foolishness. Sometimes, when I'm also ministering to people, I tell them, go to the hospital, let us know what is wrong with you, so we know how to direct the prayer. Let's not be praying on your head, meanwhile the sickness is on your leg. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, when they give you that result, don't say, it's not me, it's not me, blood of Jesus, I reject it. No, don't reject the result. Collect it. Know what the doctor says wrong. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And sometimes I've even asked people, tell the doctors what, for instance, I'm not a medical person, so... Pardon me, my, some of my examples might not be correct. Let's say, for instance, what you need is more, is for your sugar level to go down. Okay, like I said, I'm not a medical person. This is just an example so you can understand. And they say you have this and your sugar level needs to do this or your something, something. What you can do is to ask the doctor, what, 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 what can cause this? And they say, well, your sugar level is down. And so when we are praying, we cannot address your sugar level. There's no need laying hands on your whole body when we should just focus on the sugar. So we can direct the power of God. The power of God is specific. The realm of the spirit is precise. So sometimes you can even meet the doctor, find out what's wrong with me, what needs to get well in my body, and say, this is what you have. And so you can, you can direct the power of God, you can lay hands on the spot where that issue is. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when you have that report, don't say, God forbid. No, don't accept it. To be at work in your body. But don't deny the existence of it. Jesus said when you speak to the mountain. He did not say, say there's no mountain. There's no mountain. There's no mountain. No, the mountain is there. But you speak to it. So you, you, you do not accept the fact that that sickness will have the final say in your body. Glory to God. Come on, I said glory to God. One day, I took... <laughs> uh, I, 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 I used to be sick. As a child, I've got some marks on my face. Uh, they were not, these are not marks of slave trade. Uh, marks that, <laughs> you know, my parents were not born again at a point. So they took me everywhere to try to get. In fact, after, after myself, before my younger brother had uh, a twin that passed on because of sickness. The same sicknesses I had, they had and they couldn't survive it. So they passed on before my younger brother. And, and so my... my, my my, I think it was in the course of even trying to get healing for them. That's how my parents met the Lord and all of that. But when I grew up, I, I had such a 
uh, especially when I accepted the Lord, I had such a passion on the subject of healing. And I went, studied, 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 and, you know, fed my spirits with words of healing. Fed my spirit with words of healing. And if, if you've been around me for a while, one of the things you know about me, it's that I live in divine health. Praise God. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're in a place and people catch these and catch these and catch these uh, and then they say, oh well, it will go around because everybody has it. That, that doesn't work for me. I don't put myself on the queue for sickness. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No, no, I don't put myself on the queue. If you say that around me, the first thing you hear from me is I'm not in that, I'm not, I, we're not passing, this is not football. I'm not putting myself in a position to receive that. And, and you know some people like that. Oh, this fever has been in the house. We are all just catching it. No, it, that's not a testimony. Listen, we have to live to the standards of the Bible. God wants us to deal with that thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you still here? Alright. You know, sometimes it's uncomfortable teaching about these things because then people feel like, oh, but pastor, you know, don't give yourself an excuse to be sick. Praise God. I said, don't give yourself what? An excuse to be sick. If you are overworking yourself, rest. But don't give... And you know, funny enough, the devil is very, very funny and very crafty. You know the way sickness is? Some, it will be jumping from one part of your body to the other. From your head to your leg. You always find something wrong. <laughs> Go to Luke chapter 6, verse 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you learning something tonight? Yes, sir. Jesus came down, Luke chapter 6, verse 17. Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place. And there was a large crowd of his disciples. And a great throng of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. Let me tell you this. Take a bit of side journey. Every day, speak the word of healing over your body. Every day. Tell yourself, the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in me. And my mortal body is quickened. As my days are, so shall my strength be. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet is redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm redeemed from the curse of the Lord because Galatians 3.13 says, Curse is anyone that hangs on the tree. Therefore, the blessing of Abraham is at work in my life. And that blessing of Abraham makes me live up to an old ripe age because that's what the covenant says. It will just take a few minutes to say that every day. It, just a few minutes. And do it consistently. And do it daily. What are you doing? You're putting the word of God in your spirit. Let me tell you this. God is alive. Christianity is not just a religion. No, Jesus is alive. I've seen the healing power of God at work. You know, I, I've said this story here many times of my dad. We had a very terrible accident. We are going for camp meeting in Choir State. We had a very terrible accident. It was so terrible, it came out in the newspapers then. We used to have the paper at home. I don't know where it is right now. It was reported in the newspapers. The cars have assaulted many times. I was very young then. And someone carried me from the car and put me on a stone. And I saw my dad flung from that car right down into a pit. When they were looking for him, I was the one that told them where he was. Came out, both of his legs were broken. 
In fact, my dad had crushes. The crushes are still at home. He was working with crushes. And one day he was in the hospital. And a man wearing white walked up to the hospital, held his leg, and says, I can heal this leg. And hit his leg on the bed three times. A week after, was completely healed. For some of you who saw my dad in camp, that was a man that was using crushes before. Saints, God is real. This is not just about religion. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I said what? God is real. God wants His healing power to be at work in all of us. Hallelujah. That sickness in your body is leaving you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Long standing sicknesses are being dematerialized by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. My mom had, I don't know what was wrong with her, but she had something wrong with her. I don't know what it was. And uh, then it was the day of cassette tapes. I taught a, I taught a message on healing in Dad's church. And then it, it, she's been struggling with it for a while. I don't know what it was. And then she, she was listening to the tape, and the power of God hit her, and she was completely healed. I knew the day. She was sharing the testimony. The healing anointing is at work in my life. And you have to position yourself to receive it. Not just because it has worked in my life, the healing anointing is in the Word of God. They came to hear and to be healed. Don't just come to hear, don't just come to learn. Come to learn and to be healed. The anointing will flow in the direction of honor. The, the anointing will flow in the direction of reception. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Look at this. Verse 18. Who has come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. They came with a purpose. They came with an intention. To hear and to be healed. Now, when you are, when you are listening to a message to receive healing, you listen with an intention. Praise God. You listen with an intention. You tell yourself, we're having healing meeting in the name of Jesus. As the word of God is coming forth, I put my faith on the line to get my healing. I, I put my faith on the line to receive my healing. And when you have received your healing, you maintain the confession of faith. Praise God. There was a time I had a... It was like a bike accident. Not like a bike I think a bike hit me or something. And around this my chest region, every time it gets to that time of the year, I feel pains. I don't know how many of you have experienced something like that. Have you experienced something like that? All right. So one day I was in the house and my auntie came. I was feeling the pain. She said, what happened? Oh, so my mom told her. She now said, ah, that's how it is. That every year when that time comes, you'll be feeling the pain. So it was like that. Until one day I was studying the word. And I said, who said that? Who, who says that's how it should be? You know, when you, when, you are, when you are expectant like that, when the time is drawing close, you start watching for the signs. Are you following? Then immediately, oh, it is here again. Annual conference. 
And, and that particular year, I took a hold of God's word. I say, in the name of Jesus, it's not in the word. There's no scripture for that. I don't put this sickness on repeat mode. I take authority over it in Jesus' mighty name. Stood against it. That was the end of it. Because anything you accommodate will grow. The devil doesn't mind you having annual sicknesses. Praise God. Say, so when it's time for convention again. Huh? Some of you say, when it is raining. Hmm? Or anytime the sun shines, once I stretch my two hands like this, my back will start. And so every time. Once the sun is shining, I say, stretch your I say, no, I can't stretch. Once I stretch my hand in the sun, something will happen. Do you realize that God gave us dominion? Come on. I said, do you realize God gave us dominion? That dominion, if it's not exercised, will not be fruitful. There are things you are accommodating today that the day you take your stand on the word of God and say, in Jesus' name, this is the end of it. Even when the symptoms come and they grow, you say, devil, you're just joking. That thing has been dealt with on the cross. God is not going to heal you. God has healed you. Because 2,000, over 2,000 years ago, the price for your healing was paid. Who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were being cured. Praise the name of the Lord. Go to, uh, let's read something that we'll go to Proverbs. Go to Acts chapter 14. Thank you, Lord. Acts chapter 14. What does it take to get healed? Faith in the Word. Faith in the Word. Acts chapter 14 and verse... This story is very interesting. Verse 9. Acts 14 verse 9. Let's look at verse 8. Look at this. We are not the ones that heal. You are not the one to heal yourself. That's the work of God. Your work is to believe. Your work is to receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come and I said, Hallelujah. Your work is to do what? To believe and to do what? To receive. Look at this. Verse 8. Are you there? Acts chapter 14. At Lystra, <laughs> a man was sitting who had no strength in his feet, lame from his mother's womb, who had never walked. Look at this. The man had no strength. Lame from his mother's womb. Never walked. Verse 9. This man was listening to Paul as he spoke. This is what I want you to see. Look at this. Pay careful attention to this. Who when he has fixed his gaze on him. Now, this word, verse uh, verse 9, it says, who, when he has fixed his gaze on him. Now, if you go to Acts chapter 3, verse 4, hold your place in Acts chapter 14. Quickly go to Acts chapter 3, verse 4. Acts chapter 3, verse 4. Remember the man at the beautiful gate. Remember that man? The man at the beautiful gate. Okay. It says, verse 3, hold your place in Acts 14. Go to Acts chapter 3 and verse 4. Acts chapter 3 verse 3 When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple He began asking them to receive arms Look at verse 4 But Peter along with John Fixed his gaze on him And said look at us Look at us Now this word Fix 
his gaze, it, it talks about looking with an intention. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They're not just looking at the preacher. They were looking with an intention. You see, there is how to receive from God. There is how to receive from God. There is a focus you put on the word. And that's why most times I tell you, don't get distracted when the teaching of God's word is coming. Don't, don't, don't get distracted when the teaching of God's word is coming. Why? Because whatever God wants to do in your life is wrapped in that word. Look at this. It says, fix he fixed his gaze on him and said, Look at us. Look at us with an intention to receive. Praise God. Praise God. Now go back to Acts chapter 14 and verse 9. This man was listening to Paul as he spoke. Look at this man was lame from his mother's womb. Why was he going to church? Why did he go and receive? This man was listening to Paul. He, oh, come on, look at this. Who when he has fixed his gaze on him and had seen that he had faith to be made well. How did faith come to this man as he was listening to Paul? As he was listening to Paul. As he was listening to Paul. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When the message is being preached, faith is being released. The man had faith to be. And Paul could see. Let me tell you something. If I'm teaching now, I can tell who is paying attention. I can tell who is distracted. And let me tell you, the level of anointing that flows from me is primarily not determined by me. It's determined by you. I'm not anointed for myself. That's why when I get sick, I have to get into the word of God. There are times I've laid hands on myself. If you go to a church, if you're a, teaching, if you're a teaching minister, if you go to a church where the people are hungry and are receiving from you, I tell you, you would flow. I've gone to some churches and oh my God, the, the anointed, people were hungry for the word. And you go to some places, right? And you, 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 you go to some places, let me tell you this, there is, a, there is a position of a man who wants to receive. Let's, let's say, for instance, you are a class teacher. Okay? You go to class. Hmm? You now say, uh, Today we have, I uh, want to teach on the skeletal system. And you write skeleton on the board. Hmm? Or digestive system on the board. And then you have one, two students in front. One just cross leg. Hmm? Then one is like this. The way some of you are looking at me now. Hmm? You come to church, come Bible study, no Bible. So I say, Acts chapter 17. Verse 9. Hold your place in Acts 14. Go to Acts 13. There's nothing to hold. You're just there. Hmm? Then miraculously, as I'm preaching, the power of God will just hit you and you'll just be healed. Galatians 6. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sweat, that shall he reap. You can't deceive the realm of the Spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There is an attitude of a man who wants to receive. There is an attitude of a man who wants to learn. There is a hunger that pulls the anointing. Most times, you know, I've seen this. Many times people say, you know, sometimes people qualify 
The anointing in the men of God's life. Of course, some people are more anointed than others. But if you observe, most of the people who go towards, tend towards the prophetic meetings and the prophetic churches, you would see that there is an expectation on their heart even before they get there. They are, if I can just see that man, if I can just get there, what's happening? That's expectation, that's faith, that's reverence, that's honor for the anointing. The only disadvantage is that it's not rooted on the word. Praise God. You listen with an intention to receive. Listen with an intention to receive your healing. You can tell yourself, I'm going to this meeting today, and as the word of God is being taught, I will receive the healing for this issue, and that will settle it. Praise God. Look at this. The man was listening to Paul as he spoke, whom he had fixed his gaze on him, and had seen that he had faith to be made well. The man had faith to be made well. How does faith come? How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what? The word of God. Saint, listen to me. Make sure you are hearing the word of God. Make sure you are hearing the word of faith. Make sure. Don't this thing I'm teaching you. It's the key to constant victory. Feed your heart on the word. Feed your mind on the word. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Get messages plain. Get a hold of the messages. Something will arise in your heart. And you will obtain your victory. Praise God. Glory to God. Look at this. Verse 10. And say with a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he leaped up and began to walk. He said, Stand upright with your feet. The guy leaped up. It's like he was waiting for that command. Praise God. Paul didn't say, Stand up. He said, Ah, let some usher come and hold me. No. He, he, the guy was, it was like he was listening to a, with an intention. Immediately Paul said, stand up. The guy did not stand up. He leaped. Hmm? He leaped up and began to walk. You will know that that man was listening with an intention. Paul, he said, stand up. He said, who me? <laughs> you know he's crippled. He said, stand up. Ah. Is it me? Is it you? Is you the man of God is talking to? Is it, oh, okay. Is it just now? Which which letter should we put first? No, there was a connection in their heart. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why I tell you when sometimes when I flow in the gifts of the Spirit and I call certain people, you would realize that those people already have a hunger. And when I call them, I say, "Hey, you come," and I lay hands on them. Bam! They are quick to go under the power of the Holy Ghost. You know why? They are already expecting. They are already receiving. There is something that draws you to a man of hunger. Smithugos so said God will pass, pass a, ma- a million people to reach a man who's got faith in him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And then you call some people who are not ready for the anointing and you say, Well, raise your hand. They so just do what you want to do. And you lay hands on them. Bam! It's like the power of God is bouncing back. That's why in ministering the anointing, one of the first things they'll teach you if you learn to minister the anointing is to start with people who are sensitive and who are ready to receive. And so sometimes you see, I can tell many people, I say, come out, I want to lay hands on you, or I want to I make an altar call for people, and I'm praying in the Spirit, and I'm praying in the Spirit. You know, naturally, you might think I'll start from here, but somehow maybe I'll start from one person. That's somebody whose heart is already open. You have to, see, you cannot force the anointing on people. 
People have to be willing to receive it. God will not force healing on you. You have to go to the word. Listen to me. I'm not talking about just coming to church. You have to go to the word with an intention to receive your healing. You tell yourself, today I'll get my healing. You open the healing scripture. You read with an intention to receive. You read with an intention to receive. And when the runner of healing hits you, you receive that and you hold fast to your confession of faith. Praise God. He stand upright on your feet. He began to leap and began to walk. He leaped. He didn't stand up. The guy jumped up. Because it, it, it's not like he was listening. And he just tell me to stand up. Just tell me to stand up. And Paul said, stand up. The guy leaped. Thank you, Lord. Ah. The man was listening. You know, sometimes it takes discipline to listen to the word. Under such conditions. That's why when you're sick, put on healing, meeting, healing tapes. Learn that culture feed in your faith. Praise God. I think uh, Harry shared the testimony one time. We had the, the Timothy camp. He was sick. He was thinking he would not be able to make it. He put one of our healing tapes on. And uh, listening to that tape, he got, he got, he got, he got healed. And came for the camp meeting. The, the messages that I teach, I say this with absolute, absolute glory to God. Whatever message I teach, the anointing of God goes with it. And if you listen with faith in your heart, that same anointing is present. If the anointing of God can be in the bone of Elijah who is dead and can raise a dead man, the anointing of God can be stored on my MP3s. Even if I'm no longer on this earth, the same anointing that is present will be on those messages. And everywhere, anywhere those messages are listened to with faith in their heart, it will cause progress. Because it's the anointing. In the realm of the spirit, there's no expiry date. I don't have a China anointing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's authentic. It's from God. There's no expiration. And so any day you take a hold of the word of God is the same thing with the word. The word of God is settled in heaven. It doesn't expire. Any day you take the scriptures again, it will impact you. Praise God. Any day you take the word of God. It's the same thing with a message that is taught on biblical standards. It will carry the same anointing. It will carry the same anointing. But you have to be intentional about this thing. Your progress will help other people. You know, I used to say this. Jesus says, when you go lay hands on the sick. Because he wasn't expecting the disciples to be sick. He says, if any, if any, if, is any sick among you? Huh? Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Is any sick among you? So it's, it's possible for us to say, is any sick among you? I would say, no, none is sick among us. He wasn't expecting more people to be sick than to be well. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Regardless of the conditions we want to give. Regardless of the excuses we want to give. Glory to God. I like this house to become a house of healing. That people will walk in here and diseases will disappear. Hallelujah. That you will be talking with someone on the foyer. And they will say, well, as we were just talking before the service, I got healed. 
I mean, I'm not talking about becoming a healing evangelist and a superstar and you have people gathered around here just looking onto me. No. I want every one of you listening to this online and on site here to carry so much of God's presence that God can trust you to heal the sick. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That when something is wrong in your compound, you're the first person they are rushing the person to and say, take it to that brother. The anointing of God is upon his life. It's not like when they want to cook party food, your jollof is, he says, our jollof is on point. Hmm? They want to do anything regarding fish. They know you know all your fish. They tell that woman, she will tell you which fish to buy. When somebody is sick, they will not call you to go and call, call Keke. Say, go, say, go, go, go and call Keke for us. They, it's who they will send. Because they know that, <laughs> apart from fish and jollof rice, eh? that's the limit of your dominion. Food, party. Say she can organize. Before you know, you have brought plates. You have organized people. Fire everywhere. Back, back, back. They say, just leave us. You will, you will tell people, leave me. I can do it. You will skin goats, intestine, everything. Back, 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 back. Somebody is sick now. They are sending you to go and roast keke. <laughs> are you hearing what I'm saying? And then there, you are the one telling them which hospital is good. Say that. We say, no, 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 no. There's one woman that went there that time. And you are the one direct. There's when you read there, you now remember that you have a pastor and a church. Hmm? God wants to trust you with his power. Can I tell you something? Humanity is in need of the power of God. One man can do the job. God is counting on us. Do you know without us, God cannot heal the sick? He wants to use us to heal the sick. We are the hands of God. We are the mouth of God. When we lay hands on the sick, it's God's hand in our hands, stretched out to the sick. When we speak God's word, are you hearing what I'm saying? And anybody you pray for that didn't receive their healing should inspire you more to pray for more. I'm just using that. Because I know some of us are discouraged. We pray for someone they didn't receive. We just, no, 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 no. It's not your power to heal. You just obey God and stay in faith. Hallelujah. Come on, are you learning something tonight? Are you inspired tonight? Glory, glory to God. Don't just get inspired for one week. Get inspired forever. Hallelujah. Get the word of healing. Spread the word of healing. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. No, let's look at this. Look, go, back, go back to Luke 8. We'll stop at Proverbs 4. Go to Luke 8. Let's do two more scriptures. Thank you, Father. I receive my healing from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Thank you, Father. Luke chapter 8 and verse 18. So take care, Luke 8, 18. So take care how you listen. Take care how you listen. Take care. Jesus is warning us. Take care. Luke, Luke chapter 8 verse 18. So take care how you listen. For whoever has, to him more shall be given. And whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has shall be taken away from him. Listen to this. How you listen will determine the increase of what you have in you. Can, can, we, can we just do a simple experiment? As I'm teaching on healing right now, how many of you write down in your spirit, you just have this kind of assurance that, yeah, I will be healed? 
I can receive my healing. I can pray for the sick. How many of you feeling that? Alright. But do you know that if I was discussing how sicknesses kill people here, you would not be thinking that way. Do you agree with me? Imagine I'm just discussing here. Ah, oh, that one. Hey, this one. Hey, that one. Ah, oh, man, this sickness. Hey, this sickness. What's happening? Even the little healing faith you have will be taken away from you. Listen, this is very important. Most people do not grow in receiving their healing, but because they keep listening to what takes from them. Be careful how you listen. Be careful how you listen. Hmm? Every time you sit down, you're discussing death, discussing sickness, discussing that. I, you know, I take this, I take this very, very serious. I take this very serious. I take it. It's a matter of principle. I know that. By destiny, I'm designed to travel a lot and apply a lot and go to nations and do God's work. They, they, you know, there's nothing that will make, make, make me. I don't watch plane crashes. Even if I'm watching a movie and planes, I close my eyes. Taking heed how I listen. Hmm? Yeah, if if a, if a crash is reported, I don't. I mean, I pray for the victims and everything. I don't try to listen to the news. I don't try to get the details. What I need is the details of Psalm ninety-one. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm taking heed how I listen. One day I was going through some collection of movies. I wanted to watch something or something, and I saw something something around witchcraft. I didn't even bother to open it. There are certain things that I'm careful about. L- let me see. See what? I-, I don't watch horror movies. It's not a matter of whether I'm an adult. I won't open myself to demons. And then you are somewhere. You're watching movies. Somebody's drinking blood. Somebody's cutting people's neck. They are coming back together. And you're like, ah! They did. Ah! Or you both can act. And then you... I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Take heed how you listen. So that even what you have will not be taken away from you. Let me tell you this. A child of God listens to the news with care. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If not before you know, the little faith you have will be depleted. How many of you have experienced that? Huh? Let's even take this COVID, for instance. At the beginning, when the news of COVID hit, it was of people that, this thing, is it true? But people were just very cautious. Huh? Then do you realize, this is, this, is, this is not a scientific research, this is personal observation. You realize that at the peak of the COVID, at the peak, nobody was coughing. Eh? You realize that? Cough and cata disappeared. Do you realize that? Because at that time, if you cough, you know our governor, Excellency, Isolation Center. Eh? So you realize that in your mind, you just told yourself, I don't have COVID. I cannot cough. No ca- and do you realize that? Do you realize that? Many people did not cough around you. Then immediately the things started going down. What happened? 
cough and catastrophe. I say we can cough freely now. Everybody, like, <coughs> everybody's like, cough. Like, because now you can't. Do you get what I'm saying? You see, let me tell you. Let me tell you. All the world needs to grind all of us dead is to just release an information. And we are gone. Because the human mind believes and produces what it hears. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, I need to be careful here because I'm not, I'm not referring to the COVID stuff, okay? So, I need to be careful here so you don't add me to certain kind of discussions. That's just an example. If you come, if I take you to the doctor now, and the doctor stands in front of you and says, Well, you know what? I studied in Harvard, especially a doctor that is saying what you don't know. I studied in Harvard and I studied this, and I, just, I think you have a psychosecret, my physician. I say, Hey, <laughs> as you shout, you realize that you feel like going to the restroom. You will lose weight. Hmm? Even in the car, you just be shaking your head. Say, It's okay, it's okay. Say, you don't hear what? He said, I have. <laughs> huh? Then the doctor say you have 10 days to leave. You know what's going to happen in your mind? Ah, who will I leave this house for? You'll be planning your funeral already. You will lose appetite. Right? Now I'm going somewhere. And then, let's just imagine they now called you back. And said, sorry. Ah, it was not your result. You, you, the, the way you feel like slapping the doctor, you realize that you have strength in you that was hidden. And then when you come and they bring food, I thought I wanted to die. <laughs> what, what happened? Listen, nothing has changed naturally. It's information. Listen, saints, no information leaves you the same. That's why the scripture says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. There are certain stories people want to tell you, say it's okay, I don't want to hear. For your own safety. For your own good. Because you don't want the enemy hiding behind words to take the little faith you have in you. I mean, of late the Lord has been dealing with me about that and say, hey, come on, get in the faith zone. Don't let people talk you out of what you believe. Don't let people talk you out of your victory. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't care what happens to one million people around the world. I have what I say. God's word will do exactly what he said it will do. People's experience are not my testimonies. God's word are my testimonies. Praise God. I don't know what they're believing. I don't know what they're confessing. But I know what I'm believing. I know what I'm confessing. And if the word of God says it, that settles it. And I believe it. And I will have it. Glory to God. This is not shared faith. This is individual faith. Praise God. I'm getting excited. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20. Brother Copeland will say, I've preached myself happy. Proverbs chapter 4. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, say this. Say in the name of Jesus. I believe and I receive my healing from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Say it one more time. Say, I believe and I receive my healing in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. That's what we believe. 
We're not the sick trying to get healed. We are the healed of God walking in our divine inheritance. He took our infirmities. By the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Don't let Jesus take that beating for nothing. The man was flogged so you can get healed. They flogged him and then you are still sick. That stripe was for you. That pain on the cross was for you. Glory to God. You lay hold on it and say, In the name of Jesus, I appropriate the sufferings of Christ in my body. I say, When it's my time to leave this earth, I'll live in a good old age, setting my house in order. Praise God. You're not going to hear that I died in an accident because it will not happen. They will look for my head in, in somewhere and then they now gather my legs somewhere. That's not the heritage. That's not what I believe. Glory to God. Paul says, if I'm with you, it's a benefit to you. If I'm in the Lord, it's a benefit to me. Which do I choose? Well, I'll be with you for a while. That's how people of faith talk. They're like, ah, you don't know. There's just an appointment. It can come any day. You can cancel an appointment if you don't want to honor it. You can it's an appointment. Thank God. You even said it's an appointment. Well, I cancel mine and I shift mine forward. It takes two people to keep an appointment and I'm not ready now. Come and I said it takes two people to keep an appointment and I'm not ready now. Somebody say it is in God's hands. No, 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 sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. A thousand times no. What? I know God's will. His will tells me something different. With long life, will it satisfy me? And show me his salvation. Yeah, but what about this person? No, 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 no. no. We're not discussing. This is not biography. We're talking the word. I don't know what they were believing. Brother Hagin went to pray for someone. He died at the age of 40. And uh, he prayed for him. He prayed for him. The guy didn't get well. And two, a couple of two months later, the guy's brother told him. He said, you know what my brother always said? He will not leave beyond the age of 80. 40. My brother always said, and Brother Hagin said, spiritual laws have been set in motion that cannot be reversed. You don't know what they are saying. Hmm? You know, someone will just say, ah, I don't like to get old. Though. I don't like to get old. Huh? Because they have a wrong picture of old age. They think when you are old, you have to be like this. And you are not seen. You are forgetting all your children's names. You want to call Caris, John, Matthew, Zebra, Zedo. That's it, Caris. Yeah, Caris. You know, you have that picture of old age. And unconsciously, you'll be like, ah, I don't want to get old. I don't want to get old. Change your picture. See how Jacob got old. See how Abraham got old. See how Moses get, got old. And tell yourself, I'll live to a long old age. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't have a picture of old age. Go listen to that message again. Image of longevity. Don't have an old age where you're not eating meat. All your teeth are gone. Eh? Because some of you, if you have that picture, you will constantly be saying you don't want to get old. And that spiritual law has been set in motion. Don't ever say, what's in this life, Seth? There's a lot. Oh, God has called us to show his dominion. I'm going to teach you on the faith conference the law of words. Many believers destroy themselves by what they say. Unconsciously and consciously. Don't ever joke with your life. Don't joke with words. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Are you still here? Proverbs chapter 4. Thank you, Lord. Verse 20. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm? Don't get that picture of old age. And you don't have hair anymore. Your hair is disappearing. Hmm? 
Your legs cannot hold you anymore. You have walking stick in your hand. Or you are forgetting things. The Holy Ghost will bring things to your remembrance. The Holy Ghost does not disappear when you are getting old. Have a proper picture. Are you hearing what I am saying? Come on, I said have what? A proper picture. Proverbs 4.20 My son, give attention to my words. Give attention. Give att- pay attention. Attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Be deliberate about it. Be deliberate about it. Praise God. Be deliberate about it. Look at this. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health to all their body. That word health in the Hebrew is mape. M-A-R-P-E. It means medicine. Curative medicine. Or cure. It says it's a cure to all your body. Then you know what? The next verse just says. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the springs of life. Can you see how God connected those two things? He says, watch that medicine you're putting in your heart. It's medicine to your flesh. You can take it three times a day. And, and if you look at it, that it looks like it's not, it's not getting the effect you need, well, increase the dosage. There is no overdose with God's word. You know, people are patient with the doctors. They are not patient with the word of God. They take the word of God concerning healing for something. And then the next day, ah, I'm still feeling the pain. <laughs> and they say, we should confess. Hmm? <laughs> A minister said, many of God's children lose their healing. Over, you know, the Bible says, you forsake your own mercy when you observe lying vanities. That's what God told. That's what was recorded in the book of Jonah. Hmm? You've said you're healed. And you feel the symptom. Mm. And then you cancel the healing with your mouth. If you were the devil, how will you get people to lose their healing? By increasing the symptoms after they said they are healed. They are healed. Then you're walking by senses. Not by faith. Faith takes. See, but I'm still feeling it. You're healed. The word is working. The medicine is working. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is God's medicine bottle. It'll cure all disease. Glory to God. And you know the good thing? The Bible says the word of God is sharp. It even gets to the marrow. And if you ask any medical person, hmm, the marrow is like the main source of life. Hmm? The word of God can get there. The word of God can go to the source of the problem. And you know the source of the problem is not your uncle. The word of God can get to the source of the problem and get you healed. I want to challenge you, saints of God. Let's make this year a year of divine health. Come on, I said, let's make this year a year of divine health. Come on, I said, let's make this year a year of divine health. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Let's make some confessions. Glory to God. Keep the life streaming on. Let's declare some words over our body. Thank you, Father. Say in the name of Jesus. Say it loud and clear. Say in the name of Jesus. I believe that I receive my healing. It is God's will that I live a healthy life. 
So from the crown of my head To the soles of my feet That same spirit That raised up Jesus From the dead Quickens my mortal body Therefore Body I speak to you In the name of Jesus You stay whole Whatever form of sickness Is in my body In this very moment I curse you From its roots And in the name of Jesus The blood of Jesus And the stripes of Jesus Were shed for my healing Thank you Lord Because I have been redeemed From the curse of the Lord Thank you Father Because you shall satisfy me With long life In Jesus mighty name Do you receive that? Praise God Well let's give the Lord a hand Thank you Lord Amen Praise God Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.